Good morning, friends. Whatever time it is in your day, welcome to the conversation. I am excited today to share with you the things that I heard and that I learned. And I hope that you leave with something you can use. So I'm going to suggest make today a great day because you can do that. Now let's talk. Good morning, friends. Thank you for coming back to the conversation today. This is a beautiful rainy day. And I was sitting here staring out the window, listening to the rain and the birds chirp when I had a thought. I know so many people who have, for one reason or another, turned away from God. The vast majority say that they've been hurt in the church or by some person in authority associated with the church. Then the question arose, what made that hurt so much worse than any other hurt? I know this is a touchy subject for some, Not all, but some of us prefer to hold on to the hurt and will fight to keep it. But why? Now, trust me, I get it. Some bishop or pastor, preacher, teacher, choir director, musician, minister, music, elder, usher, whoever. (laughs) Somebody, somewhere, said or did something that crushed our spirit. And so we walked away, broken and hurting. Now, the thing is, we try to put ourselves back together. We try to hold our heads up and we try to pretend that everything is good. I'm fine. I don't need that. I don't need them. I, you know, I don't need to go there or whatever. But, but our patchwork is frail and it is extremely temporary. That's because... We're trying to be free of something, but we're trying to do it without Jesus. Now, I'm sure you know the Bible scripture that says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. But look at it like this. If I'm carrying around all of this hurt that I got or that I accumulated over whatever amount of time, And it's affecting my choices and my thoughts, my actions. And and believe me, it is absolutely affecting them. If I can make a decision like I'll never go to church or I don't go to church because somebody said or somebody did. Or I'm basically saying I don't want to know Jesus because I've been hurt. Then I'm affected and I'm not free. I'm not free from the hurt because the hurt is driving my actions. It's driving my thoughts. It's driving my emotions. Oh, I've been there. I Trust me, I've been there. And I'm actually bound by that pain, or I was bound by that pain. So if I'm trying to be free of that pain without Jesus, whatever freedom, in air quotes, Whatever freedom I think I have, it's not complete. It's not real. The equivalent to a person who breaks out of jail and the difference in another person who is released from jail. (laughs) The person who breaks out of jail, they're, they're never truly free. Now, they can escape 
to another country, a remote island, a deserted island. Physically, they can go wherever they want to go. But in their minds and in their heart, they're always on alert. If a plane flies over the island, they, you know, oh, my God, I haven't seen that plane. You know, they're always on alert because if they're ever found, the freedom that they think they have can be taken away. Now, on the other hand, the prisoner who is set free is free indeed because whoever the captor was opened up that gate or opened up that place of bondage and let them walk out. So they're physically, mentally, and spiritually free. That's what it is. That's the difference between freedom without Christ, freedom in air quotes, or freedom with Christ, because in Christ, he makes me free indeed. I don't have to have worry and doubt and fear. I don't have to have that. But if I'm trying to do it without him, it's never really gone. It's still there. And that residue is going to crop up at the most inconvenient times. So let's go back to this church hurt. What makes it so much worse than any other hurt? Well, when I was experiencing the residue of my hurt, someone said to me, it's because you didn't expect it from that person or those people or whatever. It's like an old adage that says, I never would have expected that from you. Basically, when it's coming from someone or some persons that you put so much confidence in, some missteps or letdowns or whatever you want to call them, they actually take on a form of betrayal. And betrayal is what stops us dead in our tracks. You didn't expect for that preacher or that pastor to do what he did or what she did. You didn't expect for that person or that minister of music, that musician to say what they said. You didn't expect that you had confidence in that person. And whenever a frailty or whatever, a mistake surfaced in them, it was such a letdown because I had put so much confidence in them. And see, part of that is my fault because I'm only supposed to put that kind of confidence in God. So when we get that betrayal, we can walk away from people, institutions, and even God. But then here's another question. Do you think, could it be that these bruises that we wear on our hearts like badges of honor could just really be convenient excuses for us to do what we want to do or to not do what we really weren't interested in to begin with. You know what I mean? I mean, some of us were raised in church, and so we go to church habitually because that is what we were raised to do. But are we really interested in being there in the first place? So if someone says something or does something, something happens that we don't really like, it's easy to walk away because I didn't want to be here anyway, you know? Or 
somebody did something or said something, whatever the happening was, it's convenient for me to walk away and dismiss God because and some of the stuff that's being taught, some of the things that you're telling me God is not pleased with, I don't want to give those things up. You see what I'm saying? So it could be a matter of convenience. Is it really? Or there are times when that hurt is so real, that pain is so deep, that, man, I want to walk away, but I don't want to walk away. I mean, I want to run and get away from here and just get away from it all and everybody, but I don't really want to leave. And when I think about it, if I'm going back and forth like that, I want to run, but I don't want to leave. You know, I had to ask myself, will you turn away from God for this? And I I concluded, no. <laughs> I mean, I was hurt, yeah, but okay. Won't it heal? Can I get over it? I mean, think about it like this. Have you ever bought a used car? It was really not what you wanted, a little bit more than you could afford, but you needed a car. So you purchased a car only to find out a little later that the salesperson took advantage of your trust. And here are my air quotes again. You didn't stop buying cars or planning to buy a new car, did you? No. You up your game, work on your credit, get your money right. You do your research, you price match, and you go back and you get what you want. You may not go back to that dealer, but you go find what you want. You don't stop buying cars. But, okay, well, maybe you're not the person who had to do all of that. Maybe you went on the lot and you got what you wanted the first time. So, let's say, have you ever gone to a restaurant or even a drive through and the food wasn't great? It wasn't what you expected. It was cold. It wasn't what you ordered, or it was just outright nasty. Did you stop going to restaurants? Have you been back through a drive-thru? <laughs> My point is this. Someone or something hurt me. What does that have to do with Jesus or my relationship with him? I mean, who has a disagreement or is hurt by one friend and stops talking to and loses all communications with all of their friends. No one does that. So why do we do that to God? Somebody hurts me in the church. Somebody disappoints me and I turn away from God. And he doesn't do that to me. If I sin against him, if I do something I'm not supposed to do, something that I know flat out is sin. He doesn't turn away from me. If I wake up the next morning, I'm still breathing his air. And besides that, we've hurt or disappointed someone before, I'm sure. Don't we want to be forgiven for whatever the pain we've caused someone else? Should God turn away from us if and when we do hurt someone? Nah, he loves us still and he wants us. Right now, today, forever, he doesn't turn away from us when we make mistakes. But the Bible does warn us that if we don't forgive others, then he can't forgive us. So here's what I've decided to do. 
I don't want the scars or bruises of past hurts anymore. So I let them go. I asked Jesus to heal me where I hurt. And while he is doing that, I keep making an effort to get to know him. And while he is healing me, y'all, yes, those things are going to come up. I talked about residue or I mentioned residue. The residue of that pain is going to come up. They say something that hurts me. They Something is said that reminds me of something. That is going to come up. And every time, every time, I say, Father, please heal me where I hurt. Because what I've realized is that some of that pain, I thought I was done with it. I swear, I thought I was done with it until one day, in one situation, he was like, Timby. And he told me what it was, and it was like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize it was there. I'm sorry. I don't want it to be there. But it starts to show up in other areas, you know, spill out in other places, and we don't want that. The pain is not real. It crops up, and for a moment, it feels like I'm right back in that situation, and it hurts all over again, but it's not real. And I keep reminding myself that I am healed from whatever that pain was. And after a while, friends, there won't be any pain associated with the memories. So I'd rather let, let it go and keep asking God to heal me where I hurt rather than keep carrying the pain of whatever the problem was, whatever the misunderstanding. Well, friends, thank you so much for another casual conversation. As I mentioned, two scriptures in the Holy Bible being set free by the Son. You can find that in John 8 and 36. And forgiving so that God will forgive us. That's in Matthew 6 and 15. I hope I said something, shared something with you today that helped you. And if I did, I hope you'll share with someone else. And until we have another conversation, make every day a great day.